Hey, this is Vision Eternity Ministries. Welcome. My name is Lee Klein. We're going to acknowledge Jesus, and then we're going to start our message today. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for preparing us for eternal life. We thank you that you know, only you know, where we're missing it. And we thank you for revealing that to us during this time right now. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So one of the biggest things that the enemy gets people with is unforgiveness. And unforgiveness comes from pain. And in this last day, many are turning hard. We know that. We, we know what Timothy said. And in that, people are just ruthless, unkind, self-centered, as he said, and they don't care about others. They don't care if they hurt you. In fact, some people delight in evil. They like hurting other people. And they already have their sentence if they don't change. We know that. But the people that are getting hurt um, many times fall into that ditch of unforgiveness because of the pain, because they're not following the directions. Jesus said to forgive, and when you forgive, that's how you get healed. He also said um, to love your enemies. I want to read, actually, in the, trans, the Passion Translation. It says, I say to you who hear, you're, if you're listening, if you want to do it his way, you who hear, love your enemies and do something wonder, wonderful for them and return for their hatred. So when they, they hate you, just think of something wonderful you can do. And, you know, in the, in the beginning of that pain, that, that's not all, so, uh, it's not always so easy to do, but just try to think of something you can do for them because they don't know what they're doing. Some do, but some don't. And this is the only time that we have to help them to get it right. When Jesus comes, it's too late. And eternal damnation is their destiny. And so when someone curses you, bless that person in return. When others mistreat and harass you, accept it as your mission to pray for them. The enemy, you know, we talked about that. It's the enemy. He's using them. And some people are willingly being used. Some people don't know. And some people don't care. And some people are just that deceived into thinking they're right and they're not even doing anything wrong. So we need to pray for them. It, it's, your, it's your mission to pray for that kind of person. Because as Jesus, if we love him, we can't say we hate our brother, and it's not as well that one should perish, so we should be on his side and not want that to happen to them. And as, as you take on his thinking, that, that pain just goes away because you understand it's not even them, it's the enemy and they're deceived. And you want to help them. So I say to you here, love your enemies and do something wonderful for them. And in return for their hatred, when someone curses you, bless that person in return. When others mistreat and harass you, accept it as your mission to pray for them. To those who despise you and continue to um, continue to serve them and minister to them. If someone takes away your coat, give them a gift of your shirt. When someone comes to beg from you, 
give that person what you have. When things are wrongly taken from you, do not demand them back. The way you want others to treat you is how you should treat them. And so keeping that in in your forefront, living as in Matthew 5, it says, when we do these things, we're living as our father's children. And living his way brings healing. It takes that pain away. It takes that hurt away. And those who hate you on purpose, those who are convicted by who you are or are jealous of something, when you pray for them, pray earnestly for them. And as we just read, keep ministering to them. Don't quit. Don't give up. As you, if you were in this position that they're in, you would want them to do it for you. And try to see the picture changing. I mean, the way it is now, maybe you were ganged up on. You know, it's so silly how um, when you think of in school, how the kids bully one person. And if they never meet Jesus, they grow into adults and they act the same way they did as they were children. And so when we pray for them, let's pray that we can see that turn around, that they miss, they, they meet Jesus and they stop in their immaturity and, and, and they have and they can see, like it said in the beginning of the, this verse, it says, when, but I say to you, you who hear, pray that they can hear, that they can see what they're doing, that they can see that the pain that they're causing you is evil, and that they can see that they're wrong. And that they can be humble enough to admit their sin, humble themselves before Jesus, and acknowledge his way. Pray that um, that their blinders are taken off. The enemy has them blinded. And we have to understand that the enemy is the culprit. He's lying to them. And the only way they're going to know Jesus is if we keep loving them, if we keep being kind to them. Yeah, we feel like we don't want to have anything to do with them. We we have ill feelings towards them. And especially when you know that it's on purpose. But understand that they're jealous of you because of who you are in Him. They mistreat you and despitefully use you because of you who you are in him. They, they see you as you thinking you are better than they are because they, they see that light in you, the good, the advantage that you have that they don't have. And they want it, but they don't know how to get it. And so the only thing they know how to do is to agree with the enemy and come against you. And it's sad and it's silly. Um, witnessing those who don't know Jesus in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s, and still acting like a child, it is so gloomy dark. It is so sick. And they don't know what they're doing. It's awful. Because they won't humble themselves. So when we humble ourselves, 
and they see that, it's going to be catchy. It's going to cause them to take a second look at themselves. But they have to see you do that. And when we're haughty and snotty right back to them, which is what we want to do, and maybe even have done in the past, Jesus wants us to be like the Father, to be perfect like Him. And don't do the eye for the eye and the tooth for the tooth. Let Him slap the other cheek. You have God's power in your life when you do His will. You have His grace, His goodness, His kindness flowing in you, so you can do this. And whether they respond or not, it isn't up to us, but it's up to us to do His will. They have to make the choice. Choose life, that you can have life to the full until it overflows. They have to choose, but we have to give them a choice, an example of a choice. And so maybe you're thinking, well, I already blew it. I already lost it. I already told them off. Um, It doesn't matter. You can get up on your horse again and go again. And and you can do it the next time. You'll have another chance. That's how we learn, through experience. But the point I want to make today is Jesus said, to, to get rid of that pain, that hurt, you don't let them hurt you. You, you recognize it's a ploy of the enemy, and he's coming against you. He's coming against you, and he's using those people to try to hurt you, to steal your salvation as well, to try to get you to retaliate, to, to hate them. And you don't even realize, you, you can say, oh, I forgive them, and I know they don't know what they're doing, but what are you thinking And how are your feelings really taking over? As a man thinks, so is he. Are you holding it against them? Is that that pain causing you to hold hold it against them? And Jesus will help you recognize that. And the thing to do is like the Passion Translation said, just something wonderful in return. No, they don't deserve it. Uh Uh-uh. But do something wonderful in return for them. Love never fails, never gives up, never becomes obsolete. So it doesn't matter if they deserve it. And that's what the enemy's going to say. They don't deserve that. Don't do that to them. You need to be getting them back. And that is the way of the enemy. We don't need to be getting them back. If they need to be corrected, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. If they don't turn back, if they don't repent, that's between them and God. But our part is to be free. And to be free of that unforgiveness. If we get stuck in unforgiveness, if we don't love, then we're going to, the enemy has us hooked. And that's his, that's his goal, that's his ploy, to even take you, who were, you, you were the one that was being attacked, you were the one that was being mistreated, you were the victim. And so he tries to make you think you have a right 
But Jesus said, you don't. Jesus is asking us to grow and to maturity, perfect, to be like him. And then we're not going to get stuck in that ditch. We're, we're not going to be in unforgiveness. And we're going to ask what we will. And it'll happen. We're going to say to the mountain, and the mountain's going to move. And when we stand before Jesus, he's not going to say, I didn't know you. You who practice lawlessness. You who lived in unforgiveness. You didn't do my will. I didn't know you. Not everyone who calls him Jesus is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But those who do what Jesus said. And if you don't, he's going to say, I didn't know you. You were prayed for. The truth was told to you, yet you wouldn't humble yourself to do the will of the Father. So you can't move in with him. It's very painful when someone purposely hurts you. Especially if it's somebody that you love. Someone you thought would never, ever, ever in a million years turn on you, and they do. But we got to do what Jesus said so they have a chance. Jesus is coming. The time is soon. And we have to be ready. So don't just dump them because they hurt you. But do something wonderful for them. Do something wonderful for them. And the joy and the peace and the contentment you will have will just overtake you. And then when you stand before Jesus, whatever you ask for, let me quote to you, Matthew, Matthew, um, no, Mark. And Mark 11, Jesus said, he cursed the fig tree. And the disciples are like, wow, check that out. What he said, it happened. And Jesus said, if you have constant faith, you know, constant faith is constantly being willing to do his will. Whatever you say, when you stand praying, whatever you say, whatever you believe in your heart, and you say it, it'll happen. If you tell this mountain to move, it'll move. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father can forgive you. So you got to know that if you don't forgive, you're not forgiven. And you're going to be tossed into outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Is it worth it? No. And we don't know if Jesus is coming tomorrow, today, in the next couple of minutes, in an hour. And if you don't agree with him, he's going to say, he didn't know you. It's not worth it. If they hurt you, just let it go. We aren't to be living by our feelings, but to live by the revelation knowledge that we have, that it's the enemy. Our warfare is not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual darkness, principalities. The enemy is trying to take you out. you got to get that. And he's going to do anything. He's going to use anything he can. And his biggest thing is unforgiveness, love. Because love is a law. If we don't love, we're not going to fit into heaven. We're not going to be like our Father. We're not going to be perfect. And the world's definition of love and Jesus' definition of love is two entirely different things. And they love those who love them. 
And so we can't be like them. We got to love those who don't love us. Do good to those who don't do good to us. Give to those who don't give to us or who keep on asking. Let, let the person use you. Go ahead and be that, that rug that you don't want to be. And your flesh is going, no, no, I want to get them back. But we got to put our flesh aside and walk after the Spirit. Don't fulfill the lust of your flesh. Don't, don't do what your flesh wants you to do. Because your flesh is going to lead you into damnation, everlasting damnation. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And what you do, you're teaching your children to do. And if you're teaching your children wrong, if you're teaching them to live by your feelings and teaching them disrespect, teaching them that sin is okay, then you might as well tie a millstone around your neck, Jesus said, and jump into the sea. Because if you don't, it'll be worse for you than that even. When you don't correct your children, when, when you, you back them up because of maybe fear that they'll walk away from you, just tell them their sin is okay, then you're wrong. You're in the wrong with Jesus. When you know him and you're just like waiting maybe for a good time so you don't hurt their feelings or whatever, Jesus is coming. He's coming soon. And you got to be careful that you're not walking around with their answer in your pocket, but you're afraid to give it to them. Don't be afraid to tell your children the truth. Because if you don't, then you're, you're, you're in just as much sin as they are. And if you don't know the truth, so you can tell them the truth, then you better find out. You better find out the truth. Because you don't want to be influencing them to serve the devil. You don't want to be doing that. So what Jesus is saying to us today, come on, grow up. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will take that pain away, but you got to do my will. Just go ahead and love them anyway. Find something wonderful you can do for them. And do it. Don't give up. The time is near. If that person that hurt you that you really love went to hell, how would you feel if you didn't give it your best shot? And God will show you those who are in trouble in your life. I've had visions of those who are in trouble. And let it give you the stamina. That's what he's doing. Let it give you the, the motivation to keep trying. Don't quit. We're here to do the Father's work. We can't say, well, it's up to him. It, it, it's not. It's not. He left it up to you to do his work. He said, I'm going to go and you're going to do what I was doing and even greater things. Salvation is a great thing. Loving is a great thing. It's up to us to do His will. It's not His will that one should perish. So don't waste your time hating them. Don't, don't listen to the enemy. Don't hate them back. 
Don't be like you're still in high school or or grade school and bully, uh, be bullied and then hate that person back. Love them back. Love them back. So they can see Jesus. To the unexpected. Ask Jesus what that could be. He's so in love with you. He's so in love with them. He's no respecter of persons. He doesn't love you more than them. He expects more from you than he expects from them. Because you know more. Okay? Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. Thank you for this word today. Thank you for your awesomeness, your love, your power. And we thank you that we have that living on the inside of us. You said you're knocking at the door of our heart. And when we heed your voice, you're going to come and live on the inside of us. And then we have your power residing on the inside of us to do your will. We love you. We praise you. You're so good to us. Thank you for revealing this knowledge to us. Thank you that, thank you, Lord, that those listening won't just write off that person and just say, well, he did the ultimate. I can't forgive them. Help that person, Lord. Soften their heart. Give them understanding, revelation knowledge. Send them to school, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that teaches us all things. Holy Spirit, thank you. Praise you, Jesus. If you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he, he, he doesn't look at anyone different than the other. Read um, Romans 10. Faith comes by hearing the word, by hearing about him. And if you, if you heard and you believe that he got on the cross for you, he shed his blood for you, then all you got to do is call on his name and you'll be saved. And calling on his name, it means all the time. Believing in him means changing how you live. Don't live like you lived before. But change. Be like him. Forgive. Love your enemies. Do good to those who do evil to you, who use you, who are unkind to you. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today.